Are you looking for the finishing touch on that man or woman cave? Just looking for the one last thing to hang on the wall, really bring it all together? How about Saturday Neon? They design and manufacture officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. We've got two here in the bar for the Buffs and the Rams. It's started by two Buffaloes, but honestly, they'll, they'll help you out too if you're a Ram, if you're a Rams fan. Denver-based, free shipping. Easy to mount, includes all the necessary mounting hardware. It looks awesome anywhere. Uses LED neon, not glass neon. And of course, we're not telling you this just for fun. We've got a deal. Use code DNVR for 10% off this purchase. Saturday Neon, complete your man cave. Man, get inside. Right. <laughs> he did win freshman of the year. College is. That's what college is. Big yeah. man, get inside. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Oh, the worst. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a better win to pick up the vibes. Hey, that's yeah, a win. Well, I, I mean, that's it's a, a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I didn't think it was like a... Oh, air horn. Uh, oh, really? I mean, that's how you measure it? Is yeah. how many people oh, yeah, give yeah. an air horn? There, listen, there are levels to this. I man. like it. Yeah. There are vote air horn. That's the absolute lowest of no, the low. No, my man's bringing it, man. No, my I know, but I mean, he's the standard. And then all four of us, and then funky music. Those, those yeah, funky levels. music. <laughs> that's me by myself weakest. Yeah. 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 Definitely not a funky music kind of night. I hope you're not playing the funky music. There are levels you know? to this. Man. I mean, Cade uh, played pretty well. Cade did play pretty well. Hey, Nuggets got to win. They're two and zero. Two in a row. We're Let's streaking. Go. Let's go. Uh, Nuggets one ten one zero five. Jokic was really dope. There were very fun parts of this game. There were very frustrating parts of this game. But at the end of the day, the Nuggets get it done. I got the boys in the house. I got Brendan Vote. Uh, Nuggets seven of their last ten. Yep, they've won seven of ten. And I think of their last. <laughs> does not feel like I think- <laughs> Hey, man. Is it on us? Are we doing a bad job I, of being yeah. vibes? Yeah, dude, it doesn't one- matter, to yeah. be honest. They've won seven of ten. He's right. And they're, by- they're playing like they're stringing together the most positive nights because they're wins that they have all season. Like, I think across their last fan. 20, even. They've won a lot of games lately. It just hasn't felt like it. I got D-line here. Guys. Upon hearing that stat that you just shared, I'm going to change my whole outlook. It's good. Let's go. Got it. Uh, actually, if you guys want to know the real key to tonight's game, but we are yeah. graced by the cardigan. I don't again. know if it was Jokic's night. The I fact know. that they were playing the Pistons <laughs> again, or the cardigan. It could be. I don't know. Was it the Pistons again or the cardigan? Sure. Oh, God. <laughs> I told you guys I'm not having a great day. <laughs> not having a great day. We might have to make the card again, the king of the game. Uh, uh-huh. Let's get into this, guys. I mean, my first note: Nikola Jokic tonight was just incredible. And look, the Pistons are a bad team. Isaiah Stewart, a, a good young prospect, but a young player nonetheless, and a, a below the rim type. Jokic usually below the rim types. So he has his way with tonight: 28, 21, 19, a game high plus 14. He goes 9 of 20, so he kind of shot the ball a little bit, although a lot of that was, was from the three-point line, a lot of those misses. Yeah. But um, it, you just get the sense that Yoke can – as much as I hated how this game got close late, yeah. you did get the sense of, like, Yoke can score whenever he wants. And, and, and it was one of those games where you're like, it's going to be annoying because it's not going to happen the way you want, but Yoke's got this. He's the DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game. Those video game numbers right there, fellas, video game numbers. Harrison, how do you assess Nikola Jokic's game? Well, in that first game against Detroit two nights ago, you could tell from the opening tip that Joker just had that look in his eye. And he was just going to go at Isaiah Stewart, and that's what he did for a lot of that game. Tonight it was the same thing, man. I mean, it was so easy when he took the ball to the rack and got into the paint tonight. He could do whatever he wanted. Um, He didn't have any turnovers, I don't think, in the first half. Finished with three. But his passing tonight was incredible, I thought. Yeah. Just 
so much control over the game, um, just so much control over where he was throwing the ball. Like he was in a zone tonight, and the only reason, like you were saying, his efficiency wasn't there because the Nuggets have this thing where they come out in the third quarter and just start jacking up threes. It's like what what happens, and Yoke fell into that a little bit tonight. Yeah, we we joke a little bit about how they go to the locker room. Jokic has like twenty one, fourteen, and six. Yeah. And like the Nuggets are all like, man, we're playing great. It's like, well, <laughs> one of us is. I think right. uh, it's like they take his heat checks for him. Like, we're on fire. <laughs> Yoke's on fire. It's like, guys, let's get back to that thing where you pass it to him and he scores. Um, how do you assess his night tonight vote? I mean, he was great. Um, I'm going to – I mean, this is why people come to us for their analysis. Did you guys see his rebounding tonight? Yeah, 21. Holy smokes, 21. Again, um, another 2020 game. It's getting pretty effing ridiculous. The last seven games. Mm-hmm. It's as close to fault flawless as you can get. You know, Malone didn't give anyone the deep hog chain last game. I thought Jokic could have gotten it. Right, Malone yeah. wasn't trying to be. And then tonight he was he was incredible. And that nine assists feels short, partially because I think the, the scorekeepers did short him. And then also because, uh, let's be honest, man, it should have been more. <laughs> it should have been more. He was in such control tonight. And, you know, the Pistons not, not as as disciplined as some of these other teams that have really made Denver pay, a la the Clippers really are the best example. And they, both of these games, it did feel like, all right, those bench minutes will be an adventure, but these Jokic minutes are only going one way. I think also, D-Line, that one of the things Malone has done lately is he's got the guys he doesn't trust, and he plays them with Jokic. He's like, I know how to solve the bench. I'm going to get guys I like. But, you know, Zeke, I don't know. You're on the fence. We're going to throw you out here. Faka, we're going to give you him. It really is. I mean, I don't know, man. The the bench. We're, we're talking about Jokic. The bench was so bad tonight yeah. that uh, how good was Jokic? They won the game. <laughs> like he, he really he was is, slightly better than they were bad. He's just like a. I mean, like what, what what can't be done with Jokic on your team? I mean, it is hilarious. Like how you can watch just the most. I, first off, I'm disgusted he had to come in for a final stint. Like yeah. that the bench couldn't. That they decided to score two points in the first six minutes of the we'll fourth quarter. We'll talk about that. So that sure. he wasn't able to get rest on what is the first game of going to be an absolute murderer's row of not only travel but back-to-back games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, like, what do you say about Jokic? He's just... What's left, right? What, I, yeah, what's what, left? What, seriously. He's good. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, what's left is when... It's like when you he goes up against a team that isn't good defensively, you know, is a below average team defensively and doesn't really have a head coach or the personnel to craft a game plan to stop him. This is what happens. Yeah. You know, the Clippers, they got a great coach. He still put up numbers though. Right. They have a lot of Clippers have a nice bench. Like they got a lot of length on that bench. Like they got a lot of length with their role players. The Pistons just like, they don't have a chance. (laughs) I like that. You're like, when he's not going up against basically Ty Lue. But that was the game he had 49, sure, uh, sure. 14, yeah, and 10. The first so. time. <laughs> Even the first time it was Well, it's just that numbers, the Clippers but. are as committed to it as any team. They're yeah. as committed to Like, it will be, I don't care if Austin Rivers has 60 points, we yeah. will leave him, you know? I mean, Yoke's awesome, and I kind of wanted to just take a minute just to kind of bask in the glory of it because he really was so just so fantastic tonight, and it does get a little bit frustrating when – you know, not even just the team goes away from him, but because honestly, the the story really wasn't so much the starters not being fantastic. They had little pockets here, but they were still really good. Um, the story's going to be the bench, but Yoke just keeps raising the bar. I mean, twenty eight, twenty one, nine. It's a ridiculous line. Twenty twenty games are ridiculous. Twenty twenty triple doubles are even more ridiculous. I know he missed it. Although, key note here, texting with some people from the organization. 
I believe he was shorted at least two th- two assists. Yeah. I would not be surprised if by the time you wake up tomorrow, triple double. Now, I think uh, I think it might take a little bit longer than just a night. You but think? Yeah. Um, I think somebody in Detroit's inquire, asleep at the wheel. They'll inquire with the league. He and got it. I they'll think. try to get it reversed. They didn't um, count the, the full court one. Yeah, I think there it was were the Rivers. A, a, at least one in the first quarter yeah. that he didn't get credit for. Sometimes an oppo- like a team can be really tight on assists if it's like the guy took one long dribble though, but it's like a long you know whatever they can. That be was tight. pretty cut and dry. That one. that one was like a full court <laughs> pass. He catches it and goes up with only it. two players touch the ball on that <laughs> play yeah, yeah, yeah. from out of bounds all the way. So yeah. I think he might end up with a twenty eight twenty one nine. Also, and in- if he does, real quick, if he does, there have been four. 30-20-10 games in the last four years. Nikola Jokic will, will probably have three of them once this gets reversed. <laughs> well, no, 30 point. He didn't have 30 tonight, though. That's right. Oh, he oh, oh, so he didn't get the 30. I thought he had 30. No, yeah. he, he actually bricked a bunny at the end. Yeah, so we oh, had, I thought he had 30. Never mind. We, al- we also have, you know, with Jokic, a couple milestones tonight. He actually crossed two milestones. One was 3,000 assists, which is pretty impressive, and then yep. the other 5,000 rebounds. And now he becomes – it's fun when you get round numbers because you could say this. Like he already, is that this season? <laughs> that does feel it like seems it. like it. Um, but now he's the only Nuggets player ever to get both 5,000 points. Or is it was it rebounds? Yeah, rebounds 5, and 3,000 uh, <laughs> assists. So he's already checking off these boxes. He's 26. He's, he's less than halfway, we hope, less than halfway through his tenure with Denver. So he is, <laughs> when we say, one of the th- we keep putting new superlatives on Jokic. I think it's no surprise. I saw this on, I think, Reddit or something last week where they're like, is he the best nugget of all time? Like, this, to me, is, like, almost an offensive question now. <laughs> I, hey, for a while there, people were like, we got to see a little bit longer. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, it's a, he's easily the greatest. Here's what I would say. Now he's in territory where it's like, will there ever be a nugget as good as him? No. <laughs> it's like, I don't yeah. think that will. Yeah. Definitely not. Has Even Jokic's going forward 40, 40 yeah. years. <laughs> has Jokic spoiled the nuggets? Yeah, of Forever course more. he has. I mean, he kind of has, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, no, you're right. We have to have to hopefully worry about that for 10 more years, I but mean, 100%. He's, he's one of the best to ever pick up the ball, man. Yeah. I just, Forget I, the I, team. I honestly, I don't think anybody actually makes this argument. You see it on Reddit or on Twitter or this or that, but you don't actually see any like analysts make it because to me it's, it's honestly nonsense. First of all, Nuggets have never had an MVP, so let's just start there. And then when you look at the body of work, the advanced metrics, just watching him play, anything by any metric, it's like, yeah, he's so much better than anything else the team has had. In like 30 years, we're going to look at the stats he put up and just the totals he accumulated, and there's going to be a Will-esque factor to right. it where – our kids are going to be like, wait, is Nikola Jokic real? Right, like, right, right. Was that right. guy actually doing that? And well, much like Will, we'll be like, no yeah, one saw it was. happen. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I think you might have it like this because you're going to have a player come through that's doing the 28 and 21. And it's how many times is Jokic? It's like the fourth 2020 game of the year. Yeah. And you're going to be like, wow, has he done that? Uh, said so and so. The people are like, yeah, but is our new guy better? And I'm like, well, the old guy actually also had nine assists. Like, oh, well, besides that. Well, the old guy actually shot 65% for the season. Yeah. Like, you start adding all of the other qualifiers, and you're like, holy hell. This guy just does everything. I mean, he's, he's, he's the GOAT in Gee, Denver. I mean, think, this is the part that I think flies under the radar. Cause we, especially because we here, we know how good Jamal Murray can be, Michael Porter Jr. can be. Jokic has not played with an all-star the year <laughs> they made the all-star team. Right. And in fact, right. the former all-stars he played with are this version of DeMarcus Cousins, <laughs> Paul Millsap, and Jameer Nelson. Yeah. I mean, all look, the average championship roster. Did Gordon make an all-star has, team? Oh, that, no? It, oh, you know what? Oh, that's right. Did he? 
I can't remember. Fact man. check us, Fact chat. Check us All chat. the same yeah, alongside Jokic, right? And like the average championship roster for the first right, 40, right. 50 years of the league had three Hall of Famers, not all stars, yeah. three Hall of Famers on it. Jokic, the, the what he's done to this point with how little help, no disrespect to the great players involved, it is verging on unprecedented. You watch the offensive prowess that the Nuggets roll out there right now, and it does make you wonder, like, like are, misuse of that word. Well, I'm just saying, it does make you wonder. I, I always think back to Jonathan Charks' great article about is Jokic good enough offensively that you just give him four defenders? A la Dirk Nowitzki, where Dirk had Jason Terry, so you have like one microwave score, like really great score. Maybe not an all-around guy, but a great score. And then nothing but defenders everywhere else. Can Jokic just do this? And you watch it and you go like, yeah, man, like Aaron Gordon has some offense. He's not inept, but he's not an offensive like juggernaut. You know, he's not a floor space. Jeff Green is a good player. You just wonder, man, I don't know. Maybe you just build a team of defenders around him. And it's ugly basketball. It's a little bit of a drag. But you know what? Yoke puts up 28, 20, and 9. I'm sorry, Yoke, but you got to go for 30, 20, and 10 every single night. We're just yeah, going to put yeah. a bunch of defenders around you and make you do that. I like the option where we put a bunch of shooters around him. I know, because that is more the more fun option. And look, this is what they talk about. This is what Charks' point was with Dirk, was like they did that for years as well, and Dirk won an MVP, and he, you know, he did all this, but it actually ended up handicapping you, whereas the year they won, he just played like Yoke plays every night, and it worked because you had guys that held the other team to 95. Like, if you told me Yoke has to score 96 points, he has to get the team to score 96 points every night, and then they'll win. You'd be like, yeah, that's going to happen. Like, you can't not get that many points. <laughs> just, it, a team's inevitably going to do it. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just something to kind of chew on The here. chat saying Aaron Gordon was not an all-star, oh. but also saying that he was at all-star weekend a lot. So, I think that's why I made that connection. That also, is probably I, I true. I think I might have slept on Richard Jefferson. Contest, Did he yeah. make one at one point in his career? But, again, it's probably the former the all-stars. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a long the time ago. stands if you're talking about <laughs> my Jameer Nelson and yes. DeMarcus yeah. Cousins. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Even Paul Millsap would really kind of fallen off at that point. Um, we want to go another place here after we go with you. I mean, I do wonder 34 minutes tonight. We talked about should Yoke, will, will Yoke, should Yoke play. Important point. The Brooklyn Nets are also on a back-to-back -to -back tomorrow. This was the makeup game, so both teams had to kind of cram it into their schedule. So maybe there's mm. something to that. I don't know. but Are they currently at home at least? Um, who, where did they play tonight? Let me see. I'll look it up right now. Yeah, they played the Lakers at home and lost. The, the, um, Nets are, the Nets are in a weird place, fellas. No KD. Obviously, the Kyrie thing. We got the Harden rumors percolating, uh, and it didn't look good tonight. So, I mean, look, with the way this season's gone, you don't really circle any game and go, here we go. I feel good about it. But... Is it better than it looked on the schedule to start the season? Absolutely. It looks worse, though, than it did the first time around when all three of the big three were out. And the That's right. Yeah. That's a good point. It's going to be yeah. automatic. With. What a year uh, it's been. Harrison, after tonight, do you feel differently about Yoke playing tomorrow? No, they should rest him, but I bet he plays. Okay. You, well, I don't know. Like... Will the Nuggets score forty points if he didn't play? Like, <laughs> jeez, My, Malone might not, you, not rest him because he's afraid of what's, what that game. What's would look hurting like. their argument for resting Jokic is Demarcus Cousins just doesn't look like he can play even twenty minutes yeah. in a game right now. No. Yeah, we'll get to. So him. then, when you're getting to that point, you're like, all right, so we got to play Demarcus, Zeke, and Jamichael Green, who's going to be coming back from health and safety protocols. Yeah. I don't know if you can get 48 minutes between those three guys. I also, <laughs> Eric, I don't know if you agree with this. I, I think you will. That's why I tossed it to you. It's a winnable game given those circumstances. Yeah. Go try. Go try. Yeah, man. I mean, they, they have coughed up uh, seemingly winnable games already, so they got to make up ground wherever they can. So, I mean, I, I, I you know, I agree. Like, I, looking at it on paper to begin with, it seemed like they should bench him, but, like, now 
You got to yeah. go for it, man. You got to get as many wins as you can. It would be nice to grab another win as the Nuggets move to 25 and 21. Not too bad of a record here. Um, so we'll see. Why don't we hit our first break a little bit early? We'll have a, an extendedly long second break. Second, oh. second section. Segment. segment there. What are we going to uh, talk about? Uh, we're going to talk about the rest of the Denver Nuggets. Oh, there were two oh, teams. There was the oh, Jokic. A.K.A. the bummer segment. <laughs> well, it's not a bummer. There's actually a lot of positive <laughs> the in there. The rest of the team. Hey, now we got to talk about Zeke Naji, who had a fantastic game. In the, right. the other yeah. 20 players. Uh, we got to talk about Jeff Green, who had a Maybe very good game. Maybe tune in until we're done talking about Zeke Naji, but tune right now. Uh, the Mile High City Copper Lager from Breckenridge Brewery. Pick it up because it's nugget season. That's the beer we drink during nugget season. If you're in the area, stop by the DNVR bar. We've got Breck Brew on tap. We've also got Breck Brew Seltzers in the fridge, fully stocked. Check them out. I recommend the peach. But if you are not in Denver, it's okay. Still pick up some Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Pick that up from your local liquor store, your local grocery store. Try some Breck Brew Seltzers as well. Really, really good stuff. Also, Strava Craft Coffee. You can get a subscription to Strava Craft Coffee. Hell get yeah, coffee you can. delivered to your door, to your office, wherever you are. You're telling me. Use the code <laughs> DNVR25. If you're just signing up, get 25% off of that subscription or your order from Strava Craft Coffee. If you're a returning customer, use the code DNVR20 for 20% off. Strava Craft Coffee packed with CBD that can relieve. Long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS, just some aches and pains that you might be having. So check out Strava Craft Coffee. I can see you, Riley. Here's a wink. I agree. Harrison does look like Nathan McKinnon. You're not the first one to say that, Riley. <laughs> People I've, have I've been saying that. that. I've so always ridiculous. thought that about you. Yeah. So ridiculous. Before we get started here on segment two, I want to remind you. I'm just, I'm <laughs> laughing. I'm laughing with you. Man, we, I'm never giving you a compliment again, Harrison, after we got burned so bad the other day with that meme. Somebody made of Yoke of you. Yeah, they the stop calling him the handsome one every yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not calling him that anymore. Yeah. I try to boost the guy's confidence, and then everybody you runs with it. I was the one furthest. Away. I was <laughs> like the you Faku. I was right there. I know. I was made Faku, <laughs> but the, the one that was the, Can you the find pretty that ladies. I don't know if you're going to be able to that find tweet that up, one. Yeah. yeah, we all retweeted it, but it was a pretty great. <laughs> one. We love our chat. We love our people. Uh, I want to remind you on that very note, guys. We are having a live podcast. We are going to be there, except for Harrison. But the three of us here are going to be there this Saturday. This Saturday at 7 o'clock here at the DMVR Bar. Activities actually begin at 6 o'clock. I'm telling you, if you've been looking for a night to get out and come hang with us and have a good time, this is going to be the absolute best night because 6 to 7, we're going to be doing Fan Vote Live at the Bar. We're going to be doing some uh, trivia and stuff like that. Just having a good time talking to everybody. Also some drinking and some drinking as well drinking. and food of course and then at seven o'clock we're going to be presenting awards for the goaties it's a thing we do every year i want to make it a long tradition i hope to work for dnvr i love this company i want to work here for 25 years before yeah. i retire brown nosing <laughs> really yeah. trying to like who would i brown nose to myself uh so i'm so i'm, so I'm hopeful that i can uh oh, yeah. that we make this tradition bigger and bigger obviously covid the last two years has made it very difficult this year you know it's going to be fun to get some people there we're going to have a panel you could be on that panel with us it's going to be a lot of, i'm telling you i'm very excited about the, the plan we have ahead of us where we announce is Jokic the athlete of the year 2021 spoiler <laughs> alert absolutely can't wait to do that um, lots of cool stuff a lot and of we, these panels are just talking about how great Nico Jokic is and it's rightfully awesome. so rightfully so <laughs> and we always want to say hey to you guys at games feel free to do that but these events too like if you're looking to hang with us come through that's this is the hang we'll one. be less than, yeah, you know directed anything, on Jokic like we first hatched this dumb idea years ago like so dumb we envision doing this we just haven't got right. to do anything we came up with i'm hyped on it man our, our first uh our first live pod that we did at blake street tavern was so much fun man it was yeah. fun i uh 
It's like a live comedy skit kind of. It was in that it was. I mean, it wasn't funny, but yeah, other than we that. tried to. Make yeah, Eric and I tried, but yeah. Yeah. I just sent you the picture, Kale. Um, so it should so be a lot of fun. Um, so let's get back into this guy. So into some of these notes here. Harrison, of course, has it. I just want to get this on the show. I, <laughs> we we can start. I, I want to talk about Zeke Naji just as a one-off here because he did go two of two tonight. It wasn't like he had. We get the meme. Oh, here's the meme right here. Harrison Wynn, yeah, the pretty girls, and all of us spotting up. I can't tell you how relieved I was to see I was thrilled in this thing, man. <laughs> I thought for am sure. I AG? I'm AG. All right, I'm not too bad here I'm, either. You first know of, well, first off, it cool. says Dove instead of Dev. So this meme <laughs> I know, that's my is, favorite part. <laughs> look, up, uh, look how far away I this am. This is honestly one of my favorite graphics of the season. <laughs> this is excellent work. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke Naji goes two of two tonight. He's actually been on fire over the last couple of games. And here's the thing. I put this in the list. Spoiler alert. So you guys go check out the list. There was eight clips this uh this last week one of the things about zeke is that he's really good at shooting after the closeout mm. meaning he doesn't need to be wide open to shoot and like part six of 11 he's 6 11 and he gets a good elevation on his jumper not it's really not too dissimilar from what michael porter does like michael porter doesn't see defenders right he gets it he gets up sure. yeah. michael porter's so much longer it stands out more because he's so long and skinny that when he jumps it looks like bowl bowl shooting <laughs> but zeke naji kind of has a similar effect in that guys will close out on him and think, I closed out, he's not going to shoot this. And then he jumps, and at six foot eleven, if the guy didn't close out with full momentum and jump, mm -hmm. then Zeke out jumps him and gets the shot off. And he had both of his threes tonight, I thought, or at least one of them, was of that ilk, where it was like the guy closed out thinking he won't shoot it. Zeke elevates, and it becomes an unblockable shot. So I'm, it, it really, Zeke's shooting to me, career-wise now, he's like above 40, I think 43, 44, 45, something like that. He's way up there. And I think that it's one of those things where I'm starting to think his gravity actually is real meaningful. He's not as confident, and they don't he doesn't play enough to get a high volume of threes per game. But I think his gravity is actually going to be Channing Frye-esque or Kyle Korver-esque, these tall shooters that really space the floor. 51% yeah. on the year from three and 46% uh, for his career. You know, it feels like he's taken, what, two or three threes a game? It's not like a ton, but... I've been loving what I've been seeing from Zeke over the last couple of weeks. Like he is an elite shooter, yeah. an elite shooter, and at six foot eleven, it's tough to find. Yeah, it's man. really tough to find it, in the NBA. It's like wind can't go twenty four hours without thinking about how well Zeke Nashi's playing. <laughs> that's a, that's a, what that's called is an inside, inside joke. joke. Yeah, that's <laughs> for us three. That's so, for us three. Uh, the other thing about the, the Zeke Nashi experience is that we spent all off season and. The last part of last season, just fawning over his jump shot form, like saying that he looked like he was. Oh, well, that's tough. Hey, uh, super chat <laughs> us so Win can buy a new computer. Yeah, man, I hope that's covered. <laughs> uh, but it it really is, uh, you know, it is totally bared, born fruit. Sure. I don't know what the past tense is on that sentence. Yeah, I, I get tripped up on bore that. Bore fruit. I think it's bore fruit. Yeah. Uh, it has bore fruit, um, and we were really nervous that you know on draft night when we got it pretty wrong uh that he just was not an ins well but we were worried that he was just was not a rim protector but it turns out he's not he's yeah but we we, <laughs> we failed to you know pick up on this that he, he's really good at shuffling his feet and he's really good at jump shooting yeah. two things you don't expect from he, a guy he, he's a stature. great shooter which is like the number one skill you need as a role player in the nba yeah he's also a really <laughs> versatile defender he's just gotta become a better rebounder yeah he's got to get better at finishing around the rim i think those things will come, but um, I'm I'm impressed for a second year guy. He looks good. What's 
I mean, he's under a thousand minutes still. I mean, he, he's actually under nine hundred minutes still. So still kind of yeah. getting, you know, gaining that trust from Michael Malone. But the thing I'll tell you is. You know, especially as you watch how important um, shooting has become in the NBA, if you do extrapolate this long term, <coughs> you know, Michael Porter's automatic, six foot eleven automatic three point shooter. Zeke Naji, six foot eleven, looks like an automatic three point shooter. Now, do those guys have some flaws in their game that pairing them together for long extended minutes? Mm-hmm. Of course. Aaron Gordon is the guy right now that's going to be in that forward spot next to him. But when you start to talk about staggered lineups, like I don't hate the idea of Zeke, Michael Porter, and Jokic playing on the court for like three minutes here, three oh, minutes God. there, where you're like, each guy in the corner can't help off of either one of them. Let's yeah. run a little pick and roll up top with, say, a Bones or something. Like There is a precedent set for a nice staggered lineup that is a, just a murderer, where every now and then they go on like 18-0 runs because they made six straight corner threes. Yeah. Yeah, they have shooting on this roster. It's like the shooting numbers have been down this season, and I've said this before, but a lot of that is just because Michael Porter Jr. hasn't played. You're not right. getting his four threes per night. But, I mean, you look at the roster now, Porter, when he gets back this season, Zeke, Bryn Forbes, three elite shooters right there. Right. You know, and that's uh, those are some nice role players around Yoke. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm excited for that, but at the same time, I'm also just weary because, like I said, he's at 850 minutes, and, and is he a guy that's in Malone's circle of trust right now? And will he be there by the time the playoffs arrive? Will he be there next year? I mean, those are all just questions that I think are frustrating, and on that note, my next note here is obviously that that bench unit had, I mean, they've had some my doozies. God. They've had some doozies this year. They've this, had some real doozies. A, this was a doozy. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jesus. Zeke also had that really bad sequence where he just didn't get back in transition, yep. gave up that layup, and Malone was yelling at him on the way back. Malone to the ran huddle. out of timeouts tonight because he was so mad at yeah. that second unit. And when I think that was after he grabbed the board, didn't realize he was open to score, right. and then threw it away. It yep. was he. By the way, though. Of the bench, he's certainly far from the problem tonight. Right. But, but here's my point because you're right. Like Zeke Naji, he explored his game on that one drive today <laughs> that was like, didn't go so well. Um, so he has obviously a lot. Like he still plays like a rookie. To me, I, he's almost indistinguishable from a rookie in that, in that way. And just in terms of like, he still has a lot of things where you're like, we're waiting on you to get there. But 850 minutes, not enough minutes for me to even expect that he would have. You got to break through. All young players have to break through this like minute ceiling before they start to really get the confidence and the rhythm and everything else. And on that point tonight, you know, that second unit scored two points in over six minutes. It was six minutes mm-hmm. and 13 seconds to start the fourth quarter. They scored two points. And it happened in large part because Bones Highland, just like in the Utah Jazz game, didn't necessarily have a great stint in the first one. I didn't think it was as bad as the as the Utah one, by the way. Utah game he played in the first half yeah. was really bad. Yeah. This one I just thought there was like some little mistakes, but it wasn't that bad. He was a plus seven. The bench unit with him was a plus seven. They were scoring. And then in the second unit, he's the guy that gets cut out of an 11-man rotation, which one was too many to begin with. But okay, so Malone goes down and cuts him out of the rotation, and they score two points in six. Here's my take. You guys have heard it before, and I'm going to throw this to you, D-Line. Malone is very principled. Yep. It's not that he won't play flawed players. You just can't be flawed in the way he despises most. (laughs) And to me, it is... You're you're throwing out like ten things you need because you got one thing you can't stand, and and that's to me is the perfect encapsulation of his approach with Bones over these last couple of weeks. Yeah, the thing about Bones is he's a rookie, and he's just plays so much like a rookie. And sometimes you get great rookie Bones, like youthful exuberance Bones, and then you get other times where you get like growing pains, like what are you doing, Bones? Tonight he seemed like. He was more on the side. Of, like, he looked confident in his shot. I'm, I was actually pretty surprised that he got the 
got yanked. I right. Mean, well, I, I think I he got re- yanked after that 360 pass to no yeah. one. Pass to Malone, actually. Yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's yeah, a mistake, man. That's a bummer. Right. It but like bummer. you're saying, those are the type of mistakes that are loud and just like a turnover that Mike Blown's going to be like, what the hell was that? They're the ones he hates the most. But it's not, again, like. <laughs> We all have this brain that values different things, and like when it, things are happening, we're like, "This is really bad, and we can't handle right. it." And it's like, that like, is, are you watching Faku like give up three offensive rebounds tonight, right? <laughs> or just like, are you watching the ball never in, enter the paint for yeah. five, six, seven possessions in a row, just never get there? And like, that's the thing. Like, I questioning Malone on this because to me, I just don't understand. I know he has his reasons, but I don't understand it, and I worry we're going to get to a point with Bones next year where we are with Zeke, where we're like, man, he has some real flashes, but. We just haven't seen enough. And right now it makes sense to say that, but he's on that trajectory. I think, look, there also, it wasn't just that play was bad. I think maybe Malone did half make the adjustment everyone wanted to see. Like this three guard, poor, you know, smaller right. poor defender guards thing is not working. So read at three makes more sense than those three together. Which I agree but, with. But this goes back to the thing that we really circled the other night. There's still one thing that hasn't been tried. And that would be, okay, fine, you don't want three guards. Maybe take Faku out, let Bones run point. The, the reason Faku's playing is because he's the only other point guard on the Nuggets. No, I, I know that. They don't trust Bones Highland I know to that. play the point. And why, but why? For what reason? I don't know. Is it because um, the offense won't get into a rhythm? Was Popeye right that he doesn't know the, enough of the playbook? It could be. I mean, honestly, I don't know. maybe it is I that. mean, that maybe was the first that. inclination we had that they don't think he can play the point. And the fact that Faku's been playing so much, I mean, they must think that. Maybe and it really is as simple as that, and and this that's is false. And lately. I mean, but I, again, there's still like you got to try everything. There's just one thing that hasn't been tried yet. I just I do agree with you that this is the like, hey, you have to have a point guard because I do think it's a principle in basketball that you need to have like a a guy that like runs your team. Yep. But at the yep. same time. The, they had that in the fourth quarter tonight. They scored two points in like <laughs> 15 possessions. Like, are we telling me like uh, chaos? The craziest score two part, points? Bones was a plus seven That's what in I'm the saying. first half. And he's the only bench guy to finish in the positives. Forbes was a plus minus zero. And he also was tied for second in bench scoring tonight, Bones. Right. Was in six minutes. I mean, whatever. With it, four it, points. This is kind of one of these things where, like, I don't even know if putting, do you feel like putting Bones in would have altered? Yes. That, really? Because I, I think they would have scored. I guess having, you know, in, the, in that they scored two points, right. had they scored four points. I mean, there is a chance they would have scored zero <laughs> and it would have been worse. But I'm just betting on a lot of averages here that they probably would have scored You're at right. least he could have three easily points. doubled their output with and one I, basket. And that second unit, God, like, I don't so even know bad. if they played great defense. They did. I mean, they, it was, they got outscored like eight to two over that stretch. So it could have been a lot worse defensively, you know, over that. But again, it was it, some of this was good defense, and some of this was just that Detroit ran cold on some big momentum shots. That sure. you're like, please don't hit this, and they didn't. Also, over their and over fourth again. quarter offense is like, yeah. Also, you know, Detroit's just awful. You're just like, oh, <laughs> thank you for this. Right yeah, now. dude. That, gift after gift. that period of basketball that we watched between the Detroit Pistons and the bench of the Denver Nuggets yeah. was uninspiring. <laughs> Here's a memo <laughs> to all uh, NBA free agents: come back. <laughs> Before your team has a two-game home-and-home against the Pistons. Yeah. Like DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's oh so true. God. You get a little runway here to go. Speaking of which, we should talk about Boogie here. Um, you know, a bit of a – I don't know. I don't want to muddy the waters here. He had 4.7 rebounds, six turnovers, was a minus seven. He was six an 0 of three from three-point land. I feel like – he had like, six turnovers in 14 minutes. Yeah, it's, a, it's impressive. Um, <laughs> Wind's loving it. 
But I mean, that's hard to do <laughs> as a center. Yeah, so true. Yeah, a, a center that's not Nikola Jokic that has yeah. the ball in his hands all the time. What do we, we have any boogie takes now after seeing him a couple times? Honestly, I still think it helps. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. We haven't seen Boogie play well. We have seen it matter that the Nuggets have a center. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest Boogie takeaway beyond that layer, and Wind hit it early in the show, which is like if you were hoping he's the key to Jokic resting, I would maybe put that in your back pocket. Not but yet, but yeah. maybe eventually. Maybe in a month or two. Maybe, in, uh, But right now he's not, you know, not going to rescue anything. But look, man, what did he have? Seven rebounds? Three offenses? The rebounding is the big... That's where he stands out the most is just his presence in yep, the paint. Yep. Just being a big body. And right. I just, I mean, how def- who matches up with who, how defenses approach. Yep. Even that I complete agree. and total lack of a half-court offense, it still matters to just have an actually appropriately sized person out there. It is hilarious, though, that uh, every time in the broadcast, they're like, Boogie can shoot the three. And then he'll <laughs> he can't. He shot Clack. the three terrible Milwaukee this season and yeah. has shot it. Like bad in two games here. Yeah, he, I mean Boogie <laughs> looks like he's wearing cement shoes. Like I think yeah. he said that himself. Like he looks like he just got off of his couch. Um, there's like no flow to what he's doing. He just is like a big lunk down low. Which as Voight as Voight as Vote wow. says as John Voight here, We're only father <laughs> three years into this <laughs> yeah. journey together yeah. of Angelina Jolie, father of Angelina Jolie <laughs> says um, is important to just be a immovable object um, around and sometimes you just get the basketball but as far as like what I know Boogie Cousins can be or at least what he has been in his career like he is a an absolute shadow of that at this point so it's like interesting you know if if he plays like this for the duration of his 10-day contract would you continue would you sign him to another 10-day would you consider signing him for the rest of the season yeah I would. Easy yes for me. Same with me, I think. But here's the one thing I will say. There's nothing I fear more. And I love Malone. It's not a criticism. It's like we criticize a guy. People think like, oh, you want him to fire him. Like, no, this is just a big, I mean, my biggest criticism. I don't think Malone manages too many guys. Tonight he played an 11-man rotation. and It did feel like one too many guys. And if you give him Jamichael Green and DeMarcus Cousins and Zeke Nadja and this or that, like my fear is that he would pick the wrong combo there. And I think the wrong combo would be J. Mike and Boogie. And, oh I just, and, I, and we might see it as early as tomorrow. Uh, we do laugh sometimes about Malone sometimes sets the table when he's like, Bones Highland raves about him in the preseason. Yeah. So we're like, man, he's in the rotation. And then he just doesn't play. When we got a the pregame, we got a Zeke Naji has been playing fantastic basketball lately. And that's like, oh, so you're not going to play him. That's like setting the we table to, so everyone knows you love him before not playing him We anymore. need to use this more, like this, more of this insider information when we're betting. Anyone Malone praises in the pregame? Like we just yeah. need to fade that life as hard as what, what, what do you think about Davon Reed? Oh, he's not playing. Malone was very gracious <laughs> very about him. Very praising him. He's not getting into the goddamn game. Uh, Jeff Green had a great game tonight. 8 of 12. Goes for 20 points. Uh, four rebounds. Uh, one assist. It's funny to say great game because I watching it, I thought he had a good game. Looking at the stats, I thought he had a great game. Anything stick out to you? Sorry, Jeff, you said? I think Jeff Green just took advantage of an awful Detroit defense. Yeah, yeah. well mean, said. Yep. He just like ran the floor in transition, got to his spots, you know, made some movement without the ball, was just wide open a lot tonight. The and one on Cade where Cade oh, yeah. simply just stopped going back. Yeah, just stopped It's the type defense. of defense that Jeff Green can yeah. just torch. Just slip on, just slip in. Austin Rivers knocked down a couple threes tonight, two of two from the three-point line, and they were Ew. big ones, man. I mean, it feels Austin Rivers' threes are just found money. 
They are. It's true. He was the, dis- the difference in this game, right, with his six points? That's true. His six <laughs> points were the difference in this game. I will say, struggled guarding uh, Cade Cunningham. That's not a yeah. knock on him. That's Cade Cunningham, very good player. I was so impressed with Cade tonight. I wasn't as, as impressed the last game, but tonight he really just used his – I mean, he went for 34-8-8 eight and eight as no, a rookie. Funny. Last game I thought, man, I see the flashes. This game I went, oh, okay, there's the whole thing. Last game he hit Last game <laughs> he hit a game. lot of those like sidestepping pull-up jumpers yeah. and stuff that I'm just like less impressed with because guys hit those sometimes and whatever. But I don't know. He just used his size so well tonight. There were moments. I mean, he got yoked on skates at one point. Dude, Might he been- put a shoulder into Austin Rivers, who, was pl- who had a great yeah. defensive possession, and sent him flying. He's I, a strong dude. He's strong. And the other thing that I'm like really struck by with Cade is just his his – composure he's yeah. like he's just really like unflappable like his you can just yeah, tell like composure. his his demeanor is like it, it, i mean you look at his face he has the fa- his face just like is expressionless all the time and he plays that way he just kind of like goes about his business sort of joylessly p- pours in three after three he doesn't look like a rookie at all uh i'm, I'm really impressed by him yeah, I'm really impressed by him as well. One thing, our buddy Brian Schroeder, uh, a.k.a. Cosmos, we always have him on around draft right, time to yeah. talk about. He's a very good draft analyst, and he loves, obviously, Cade. But he told me an anecdote about him one time that he's like an obsessive worker, that he's a guy that's just like, I mean, a Kobe-esque type guy. So I look, I think about that. I mean, he has physical tools that are off the chart. He's also got like parents that are both like all-American athletes. I think his mom was like a track star. His dad was like a basketball yeah. player or something. So he's got the pedigree. He's got the work ethic and focus and this or that on top of what's clearly a very good skill set. So I would, I'd buy some Cade stock. I think he's I mean, uh, why not, man? No reason not good. to. Yeah. Aaron Gordon tonight goes for sixteen five and five. I continue to love him. <laughs> yeah, he was, um, he was good. We saw him a little bit on Cade, not a ton, I thought. But um, Aaron Gordon could have had a much better night. He got a tough whistle, though, on that sure offensive did, foul. Yeah. I think there might have been a couple of those. Yeah. But um, no, Gordon, Gordon's been great. I mean, he's just been by far and away the Nuggets' second-best player this season. It hasn't been close. It really hasn't. Cade gave everyone the work tonight, too, so it wasn't just AG. I do think we are a little bit past the honeymoon phase with with AG on point of attack guys like taking right. guards like you know it's for lack of a better option which i get the only thing i will say about that is a mismatch on the oh, no 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 i was going to say i'm curious what happens and maybe we won't know this year but when michael porter and murray are back and he's literally just cutting and posting right. a bit mismatches right. here does and there does he have more does he have tank? a little yep. bit more fair, I'm, fair. I'm, I'm curious for that but i do want to say like i'm just getting that out of the way uh, to because again, like first of all, his playmaking for me, guys, those stunks yep. are up. Yep, those stunks are way strong. Up. Agree. His feel of the game, his touch, his chemistry with Jokic. I mean, Jokic makes everyone better. I've been pushing this take for a while. I think Gordon's starting to make him better. I, I man, I like that. I tweeted this today. Can you imagine what this season would look like without Aaron Gordon? I don't <laughs> want. I don't want to. I know Gary's had a good year. But I don't know. I just don't think this. <laughs> not, yeah. yeah, I mean, I just think this would be terrible. <laughs> I think it would be not not just on the court, but also the vibes. Like, here, and and I made this point in the goaties. As bad as it was getting, that was fan favorite Gary Harris that went out in that trade. So much easier to swallow because AG's come back, not only played well, but been every bit a Denver Nugget, right? As Gary was, and I think becoming a fan favorite already. I yeah. love this dude in Denver. What interesting 
angle for him. I always bring up Boris Diaw as this example because he's my favorite. <laughs> you bring it up forever. I bring yeah. it up a lot. Uh, but you remember he was in Charlotte and Charlotte thought he was terrible. Well, another, a couple other examples of this. Nick Batum also in Charlotte. And everybody thought he was washed or cooked. And then when he was with a fully healthy Clippers team, he was like the best connector. He made them so good. Another guy, Otto Porter, who looked like, if you remember when he was in Chicago, every team wanted him. He was the Rocco of yes, that era yes. where it was like every team needs this guy. When, goes to Washington, has some injuries, but goes to Washington, and all of a sudden it's like, man, he's not good anymore. He's washed. Goes to Golden State where the things he does well are important and rewarded. And I think AG is like that mold of player mm. where it's like you're talking about his as a playmaker. Is he an elite playmaker? No, not in terms of let's build around him and have him give him the ball and playmake. But if the ball gets popping and he has to make a tough connecting pass, he, he makes him almost every time. And I think that's the thing about him. I think back to when the Nuggets got him. Do you guys remember there were memes I saw from coming out of Orlando Magic people that were like, the Aaron Gordon cycle. Yeah. Oh, this is his year, breakout year, going yeah, through a well, slump. We should trade him, you know, whatever that was. We haven't had that at all. It's because in Orlando he was miscast. Like, yeah. that's the guy he was in Orlando, trying to score 25 every night, being a focal point of the offense, trying to create stuff one-on-one. That's not Aaron Gordon. Like, yeah. Aaron Gordon is on the offensive end is a guy who – uses his strength and athleticism to take advantage of mismatches, uh, moves well off the ball, gets out in transition. Like That's how he gets his offense, catch-and-shoot threes. He's playing to his strengths this year. And in Orlando, he wasn't. Um, Probably a bit by choice and a bit by just what was asked of him. Uh, In Denver, he's totally bought in, and I I think he's realized what his strengths are. And it's it's gotten to the point where he's now – the best version of himself. Do you guys think about, too, I remember we did that emergency cast, Jeremy Grant leaves, and it was 12 hours of like, oof, what do they even do from here? And I know it took, it wasn't immediately that they get AG, but now you just go in hindsight, blessing in disguise. Right. This is, sure. what could you, between the on-the-court play and the off-the-court buy-in, I think you'd be crazy or greedy to ask for more from this trade. I love it. I love Aaron Gordon. I really do. Like, I, like I said, I've said many times, I love the way he plays, but I just love the experience that Aaron Gordon experienced. Yeah, so I'm, yep. I'm with it, man. <laughs> and that's what sports, honestly, are all about. This is what the difference between being a Nuggets fan and being a Lakers fan. Lakers fan, you can get a Hall of Famer in there. You hate him. You're just like, get us the next I guy. You know, you connect with guys, even if they're not like the super duper stars. I do love that you can find the shortest path to Lakers hate huh. anytime. 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 Dude, it's just, I'm just saying they've anything. got a Hall of Fame Russell Westbrook that they're acting like is a complete scrub. Last guy, we can go really <laughs> quickly here. Monte Morris tonight, 12 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. No. So stop lands okay, except for the shooting. 3 of 14, including 0 of 4. He's been in a little bit of a slump. I saw some people, because I put this out, I think Monte Morris is the most second most important player offensively other than Yoke because you need to be able to score that pick and roll with the guard. And he's been off the last two games. I think Denver has played well enough to win by more than they have, minus Monte Morris. I think he is now, he was one of nine, so what is he, four of 23 in the two games against Detroit, and Denver still won. If he's just 10 of 23, a below average sure, night for him, the sure. Nuggets win both these games by 20. So just something to kind of remember with Monte. It was a homecoming, didn't go that well. I know. We were sure that him coming home would propel him into a transcendent performance. They mentioned on the broadcast that he went home and had his mom's tacos. And I don't, too many? He too, ate many too many tacos? tacos? <laughs> Is that the issue? I don't know. Like, he looked sluggish. He was yeah, just he missing had a shots. A little slug. I just think he couldn't hit his shots. He just couldn't hit shots. You, you know what I like from him, guys? Monte finishes with, is that eight rebounds, three offensive? And I can, oh, it was eight rebounds. I can yeah. think of two or three off the top of my head that were important rebounds, right? Not just the way the, the cookie crumbles. So, Monte, a guy who can give you more just because the shot's not falling. Um, 
I mean, you know, whatever. It was it, he was not the worst he's ever been defensively tonight. Like he didn't hit his shots, but Monte can give you more, and he did tonight. It is the most minutes he's played in his career. So I wonder if that's a little bit of Maybe a something. hey, we're past the midway point. Not used to playing thirty three minutes a night. I yeah, don't know. First year starting. I mean, Monte has been bad these last two games, but Nuggets' offense has still been good. Yeah, you know, right. I mean, and Detroit is since Monte yeah, came back, he missed three games. Uh, the last one was against Dallas when Denver lost by 14. Came back on the fifth versus Utah. Nuggets offense has been pretty damn good aside from just a couple games since then. Yeah. Well, let's hit our break. Uh, on the other side, we got a couple super chats. So if you have a super chat, you want us to read, get that in now. We'll also go around the association. And Superstar Dev Whoa. is going to be joining us in Whoa. the protocols. Holy but on smokes. the Zoom call with Michael Malone and others, we'll get to him after all this. I miss Dev. There are 10 light shade dispensary locations. 11 now, baby. 11. Is it 11? It's now 11, We can Harrison. stop saying soon to you be 11. You can say 11. It's dude. 11. There are 11 light shade dispensary locations throughout the Denver and Aurora areas. It's Colorado's premier dispensary, uh, light shade dispensary. They have at light shade dispensary, uh, they have Escape Artists, which oh. is the highest awarded topical brand in Colorado. <laughs> Uh, Escape Artist prioritizes quality and consistency. It was founded and formulated by food and pharmaceutical scientists that believe in a brand that should truly exemplify the Colorado lifestyle of a balanced wellness routine. Hell yeah. How dude. about that? So stop into a light shade dispensary. Use code DNVR. You're going to get 25% off each purchase. It's valid at all 11 of those Colorado locations. You can also shop online and then go to the light shade location drop the code dnvr when you get there get 25 percent off each purchase yeah. that you make from a light shade dispensary yep. it's a great deal 25 percent off 25 percent. you can't shake a stick at that yeah. at DraftKings, there are four teams remaining in the nfl playoffs that means only four teams left for you to bet on at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl we're counting down to super bowl super bowl 56 new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team, bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if that team wins. Not a new customer, it's okay. You can experience the conference championships with same game parlays. You can also experience uh, Nuggets games with same game parlays. Mm. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win $280 in free bets if your team wins. Promo code DNVR for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL must be 21 or older. Card only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Well done. What a, what Thank a read. You. What a read. It's good to have Harrison back to Unradry. You're been telling rough. me. I don't remember who's been doing it. Say that like I don't. Oh, I got a compliment out of him, guys, tonight. <laughs> I got you know a compliment. <laughs> this sob. All right, guys, don't forget Saturday. This Saturday, you got to come out and join us. The Goaties live. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm telling you, we're going to hand Jokic an award. It's going to be beautiful. We're all going to drink some Rocky in <laughs> his gonna, honor. We're going to hand it to Nikola Jokic. I, he he's going to be here. That's yeah. crazy. Granted, it's in the middle of a very long road trip. He might actually be playing. He's not playing a basketball game. Not that night. night. So maybe we he will think come he'll through. fly back. Let's into Skype this. him in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get to some super chats here. See what the people had to say about. It. How was the chat tonight, Eric? Uh, chat's been good. Chat is always good. No, our people are the best. Well, sometimes they're very mean. That's true. Uh, no I go back every now and then and read the comments. Like when I, you know, and then I'm like, wow. Well, very mean. Well, I would say 
on the whole, our people on are very supportive. Uh, or perhaps I only look at the ones that compliment. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, they're saying great things about me the whole time. Uh, Nugs fan times three says, do you think if the Nuggets blew this game, it would be a catalyst for the front office to trade Faku? It was abysmal with him on the floor tonight. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I, you, it takes two What are you going to get for him? Yeah, what are you going to get? And just if you're thinking that the they front office would trade away a point guard and a player just to get rid of him from alone, like, I don't know, man. We Look, joke about that stuff, but I don't think they Here's the they thing. Do. Jamal Murray's coming back this year. I feel pretty confident in that. When he gets back and Faku slides to your third point guard, that's fine. Man, what did you just say? The Nuggets were 7-3 and three in their last 10, and yeah. this was with some of the Faku minutes that yeah, have been yeah. absolutely abysmal. They're yeah. still 7-10. and 10. Trust the process. All right, here we go. Uh, Trevor says, sorry, guys. My daughter and I have missed the last two, but we were able to watch tonight. Missed hanging out the winner's lodge with you. All right, Je Trevor, if this is a bit or not, just keep it going. Like, every time a Nuggets <laughs> lose, just say you weren't able to watch. This is like this is what happened with me and Teddy This Bridgewater. is my first time hearing of this bit, and I love it. You haven't? Oh, you haven't heard it. So De Trevor had a daughter like five games ago, and the Nuggets okay. were on a streak. Yeah, and I've been they, stuck at Ball Arena for yeah, six games. Yeah, and then they lost the game, and he's like, sorry, guys, I couldn't watch it. So, <laughs> I love it. So I love it. Nuggets are 0-2 without just, Trevor and his daughter watching. That's good parenting is all that's that is. Such yeah. good parenting, man. <laughs> such good parenting. All right, what else? Uh, Daniel Preston says, "Do you guys know that Boogie Cousins sponsors a comedy, comedy festival? festival? Interesting choice for a dude I who love looks this like he chat, has dude. I, I definitely did not so know that. Is this true? This. Oh, oh my god! Is this, is, this is like me uh, sponsoring like a fitness, set, like <laughs> like a, an Ironman race." <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, just get out there. It would and be run. so dope if you were really into Iron Man races, yeah. not as a participant. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I just appreciate the art form. It's true. Like, how many people are into UFC and have never like ever like trained or fought oh, yeah. or anything like that? So it would make sense. But okay, well I'll do it. Fine. <laughs> Jesse's into endurance sports. <laughs> Great note, Daniel. That was a hell of a, a super chat. <laughs> Jerry J says next level <laughs> it, it for you. Laughing. So it I did. Boogie does knows what he's up to. Next level for Yoke is NBA championship, baby. We may have it. If the MPJ and Jamal come back at a reasonable level, Did let's go. I love this. It's true. This whole season is a lead up to MPJ, Jamal coming back. We've said this a million times. Jerry gets it. None of you else get it. The rest of you get it. As soon as he comes Jerry back, Judy gets we it. just, all of the rest of this <laughs> Jerry uh, gets swept under the rug. We're like all, get remember all that time we fridge. talked about Austin Rivers? Why'd we do that? It is so true that there will be a point in the not too near future where we're like, remember we were worrying about which guy <laughs> yeah, we were like, Forbes was going to yeah, play? We like, yeah, we were like, oh, remember we were stressed about, yeah, Bryn, Bryn Forbes' yeah. Uh, defense was uh, hot on our, our brain. We just got to survive our own sanity to get to that point. Um, you know it's what? True. I mean, it is true. I, can I ask you this? Like, I guess we don't have a date for Jamal, and he's still now he's in COVID protocols and like yeah. this or that. So we're probably not at the light at the end of the tunnel phase yet, are we? We can't. We're, not, we're in purgatory, but we're, no. it's not like we can see. The, the, no, we can see little pin light. We, we can, can. Yes, because we see workout videos. We see Jamal dunking. We I see little Michael gusts Port of wind. We, see, we, we yeah, we, we feel. Uh, you know, it's like uh, in the old west when you'd put your ear on the on the train track and you could feel vibrations coming down the way, even though you can't see them. You yet. can you can hear that train coming. I'm uh, I'm I'm more in tune with maybe the the, world the train. The yeah, <laughs> but the point being <laughs> is that we're starting to see, we're starting to see tape of Michael Porter Jr. shooting. He doesn't look like a guy that just had back Dude, surgery. I tweeted this out before a game a couple days ago. If I had no idea that Michael Porter Jr had back surgery like a month and a half ago right. and just watched him warm up, I would think he's playing tonight. 
The guy looks very. There's very this. little difference between his warm up now and his warm up when he was actually playing games. The only difference I can tell is he's just not jumping as much. Mm. And I mean, that's a big part. I gotta think. He's <laughs> basketball. The only thing is, he has a giant back brace, and no, no, he kind no. of goes no. like, oh, okay. He's, between, I mean, he shot. He grabs his back. And it's not what I'm saying at all. He's <laughs> jumping. Right. You know, right. Michael Porter yeah. Jr. like jumps higher than most people do on his jumpers. Like he's jumping a regular amount right now. He's just not getting the elevation he usually does. But the rate as at which he's been ramping up his workout has been like eye opening. Man, I'm I'm still praying. Like I'm not trying to get anybody's hopes up because I don't I haven't heard any buzz on this, but I'm still hoping for the shocker. Like Michael Porter's upgraded to questionable. Like wait, what? Yeah, what? dude. Like when? Like what happened? Who with, was it for us with Marcus? Ha Marcus. Marcus <laughs> well, that like, one, Yeah, you're right. Well, okay, that's a little less exciting. Less exciting, exciting but, but I'm just saying, Marcus got hurt, and I was Marcus. like, that guy's career is over. Yeah. And then he was just like back, like two yeah. weeks later. Hey, man. With like no. Well, no, there was another one. Who was it? It was a more important player. I can't remember that was out, and then just one well, day was off, questionable. Say was sorry it to Millsap. Was it Millsap? When he I came back remember. from the wrist. It might have been the first time. Like I just remember one of these big injuries where they just nobody said anything. There was no report. Nobody had anything, and then all there was no woge. It was just upgraded to questionable. Yeah. Like, what? The, the, Nuggets, well, the Nuggets don't really practice, so they're not going to have a ton of practices to reintegrate yeah, MPJ. True. I mean, look, they never declared him out. They never applied for anything with that roster spot. So I mean, like, maybe he doesn't come back. It doesn't tell you it's a lock, but I do think it's an inf He's coming back. informative data point. Yeah. There you go. I think it's data. That's, what, a, that's a wind chime right there. You know <laughs> says Bones plus seven, Faku minus seven. It's not funny anymore. It's a little funny. It's not. It's not funny at all. <laughs> Kind of funny. Look at us. We're laughing. I'm so now. I'm like we've talked this up so much that I just know the one time Malone done like Faku will be out for a, a non-COVID illness and uh, the Nuggets will lose by seventy. Yeah, huh? But what? <laughs> hey, let's let. But that's a real thing to talk about. It may be the case that they try it and it still. Yeah, oh, you're horrible, right. But you still got to try. They it. still haven't tried. You still have to try. That's it. it. Yeah, that's it. That's a good point. By the I, way, you guys know if it were up to me, how it would go? How would it go? He stays, plays, and looks great. Who? Fuck it. Oh, of course. But I just think we're down to the other thing. Man, you're, you're down. Yeah, somebody, somebody hit me up on Twitter today and said, you think Malone's afraid of the Argentinians? <laughs> like, in his mentions? Yo, he should be. <laughs> Let me should, tell you. We've seen the dark side. He's like you. our buddy Ryan Blackbird. He's like afraid to like, hop online. Like, I'm playing Faku because I'm afraid of what would happen if I don't. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I want to take Faku out, but I have a family. <laughs> Man, you could do this thing where you turn off your DMs and just don't get notifications for uh, yeah. your mentions on Twitter. Malone like, that's seems an like, option. Yeah. I don't think Malone's but I think, like the, But they also exist in real life. <laughs> what else we got? <laughs> I'm guessing he lives in a gated community. I don't okay, know. We're fine. Uh, Joel says, definitely not the start of Nuggets 2.0. No, Joel, Lund. this is Nuggets 2.0. They're 7-3 in their last 10 games. This is Nuggets 2.0. They also won. Like I mean, we are going to split hairs here, but they did win. So. Yeah, and <laughs> the bench was bad tonight. It, it showed some signs, at least. There's been some flashes with the bench. I will yeah, say this. No, this is Nuggets 2.0, but we need to get to 10.0. <laughs> Damn it. That's, that's what we did. That's, 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 that's eight man. iterations <laughs> away here. We're like far, really far from uh, the final. This is Nuggets 2.0. Oh. Oh, that's <laughs> a long tunnel. All right, what else we got? Jerry Judy's back in the, in the chat. He says, Nuggies, 55-1 to 1 NBA championship, assuming Boogie stabilizes the bench and Jamal and PGA come back. All right, 55 to 1. You only have to put like 10 bucks down and you can make a lot. All right, what else we got? Jerry Judy spending some money. David Walker says, I think the issue with Zeke minutes is he's clearly best as a four in Denver until Boogie hasn't had another center to play him next to. 
I mean, it's a good theory as any. He has looked really good at the four. This has been a thing I've been on, uh, you know, with him where he looks the appropriate size. Like, he looks big going up against yeah. the fours of the world, and he I looks small on the, against the fives. Yeah, so. he's de- I mean, he is definitely a four. There's just no way around it. He's a, I mean, yeah. he's a four and a half. He just, he has the size. Maybe he's a three and a half. So <laughs> well, maybe he is. He has the size to be bigger. He just doesn't use it. And I don't know if that's ever going to change, or maybe it will. Evan Ward- Woodruff says... What do you think the Nuggets record is if they would have had a healthy MPJ all season? Man, this is a great question. This is a really fun question. It is. Fun. We all we never ask the like other counterfactuals, the fun ones. Uh, so it's tough because we never saw MPJ healthy this season, yeah. as far as we know. Like he, his back <sighs> seemingly was hurting him the entire time. No, I don't know. Okay, you th- I, no, I I do. I, I feel very confident saying that we did not have a near 100. Per- I think we had an injured near 100. percent Yeah, I don't think we had a near 100. percent Single three pointer. This is what I've heard. Season. This is what I've heard. He looked so bad. I don't know. We probably have at least five more games. I one. do look, man. He is a flawed player. The shot is flawless. The amount of open shots he missed this season to me. You go searching for an explanation, and you're going to drive yourself crazy. He had back surgery. It was probably the back. Uh, I don't know what their record is, but I think they won a lot more games. It, the funny thing is, if you play this game, I mean, the, the truth is, you probably end up with like, a, like three or four. I know people want to be like, oh, they they would have ten more. Win-. I think it's probably more like modest. But here's the thing: how far back are they at the three seed right now in the loss column? Four games. Yep. yep. Do they have four fewer losses? Maybe, man. Maybe. Maybe they do, and they're the three seed. I, I mean, you think- just think about what he could potentially do for the bench. That's it. That's my top <laughs> yeah. thought, dude. No, Maybe seriously. they could score yeah. a bucket in six minutes. Yeah. And by the way, That'd Mike, you so want to like forget trying to figure out the, how to play the right way? You plus those four guys, please shoot the basketball. Yeah, you're like, play the wrong way. Yeah, dude. just shoot, shoot the ball. All you. One last one last super chat came in. Nugs fan times three says, "I just want to say I love you guys and I what love you, you do. Thank Dude, you so you just much." Made man. our effing night. Nugs fan times three. Yeah. Am I included in that? I just no. want to be sure. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I always <laughs> like hearing the positive feedback, man. We always love hearing that one. Oh, thank you so much, <laughs> Nugs fan. Um, guys, joining us live from co- from for the protocols. It is superstar <laughs> oh, Dev. Holy oh. smoke! Look at Dev. For, quick question: Is this the first time you've changed your shirt? Uh, yeah, yeah, this is probably the I first I don't think we have audio, Kale. <laughs> Hang on a second, Dev. Just sit there and look You're pretty. You're going to find out what it's like when we can't hear anything. Yeah, um, Dev, just, uh, just give us that winning Dev smile for a little bit. <laughs> is, it the, is it the monitor over here that's not up? I heard him a little bit, but it was pretty low. Tell us what's up, Dev. Yeah, I just I'll tell you. There guys. we go. This is the first time I'm not actually not wearing underwear. I mean pants. <laughs> <laughs> underwear. <laughs> He's just free balling. This is a free baller out here, man. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna be out to gen population tomorrow, so I'm excited to get back to the week. Can't 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 wait for it, man. Um, so you were in the post game commentary here tonight, um, speaking with one Michael Malone. Was he happy after this game? Was he mad? What where was he at? This was a pretty high, like he was in a happy and a good mood, um, Michael Malone. Um, he, he spoke about a lot of players. He, he, stu- he stuck on Nikola Jokic. Uh, he was, I uh, spoke about the 3,000 assists and 5,000 rebounds. He said it's hard to keep track of all that. Um, said that he's never seen a player like that in the league that's been picking up those type of numbers. Um, he went on to say that the biggest play in the game was in the fourth quarter when the team couldn't score. Um, they couldn't stop anyone. Um, the Pistons went on a run. It was Jokic that came off from the bench. He said he was in a, um, on the bench for a very long time just because they couldn't get a stoppage. He came right in and just knocked down the shot, and that resolve has been with the Nuggets ever since he got with the team. Um, 
happened. So that was the play of the game for him. I forgot about that play, man, but it is true. Remember, even in the – was it the second – when was it? Where, he, where Yoke came in and they called the play for him to shoot the three when it was like a stop oh, it the was bleeding. Right That's what he's talking about. Yeah, it yeah. was like right away. Like right that. away. And I, it's always like, why did they call that Yoke? Just give him a post-up, he'll score. But you know what? Give him anything, he'll score. His, his three-point shooting is on the rise. On the he's rise. He's on fire from three lately. Well, he loves also, when you, see, uh, when you see Yoke get in the game, you're expecting him to get the ball. So now you're just like waiting for him, but he steps back and he shoots it. And that's just kind of a, a set play for them every single time he comes in, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, uh, so then he went on to speak about the turnovers. He said that they were alarming, and that's not a recipe for success. Um, he went back to the game in Sacramento four years ago um, when they recorded 30 turnovers but still got the win. Said that was the last time that he felt like they've gotten a win in, in that way. That's probably the last time that they won a game against the Kings with him there. Um, and he said that the defense, while it was very bad in the first half, he said that he thinks that it was really, really good in the second half. Um, he said you have to tip your hat to Cade Cunningham. He's a hell of a player and has a bright future, um, special player. Um, but that was a slugfest, and you're going to get that with this uh, Pistons team. And he's going to take 2-0 and um, any day of the week. So that, that was him being in a bright and a, and a happy mood. Yeah, I like it, man. Happy Malone. I'm kind of surprised by it, to be honest. I thought he I might thought be a little be more. I thought he'd be pissed tonight, I thought too. He'd... But he, he's probably looking at this from the perspective of, this is one of a six-game, nine-day road trip. Yes, like I hope we gotta win. Yep. We got out on the right foot. Yep. Let's just take the win and get out of here. That's so true. You never kiss a gift horse in the mouth. Unbelievable. That's He went on to say that Jeff Green was the defensive player of the game, and hmm. he said he felt like he acted like he won an Oscar after that. Um, he said that he had a speech ready. Um, he was ready to talk about it, and it was something that he clearly, clearly wanted. Um, so, like, they were happy to give it to him. <laughs> I like it. He, yeah. He went on to also talk about Monte Morris and just his homecoming. He said that Monte did not shoot the ball well, but he had contributions in every other way. Um, if your starting point guard gets eight rebounds, then that's a hell of an effort, and, and you have to applaud that. Um, he goes to the free throw line, and he also knocks down six of six, and then he also closed uh, the Pistons out from the free throw line. Um, when and then he went on to say that if other guys go three or fourteen, they're just going to step down. They're not going to really try anymore. Um, but he did not, and, and he did well in just trying to do other things to, to, to secure the win. I'm trying to figure out what Jeff Green did to win the defensive player of the game. Jake. He had zero steals and zero blocks tonight. I, I didn't have a single note. I didn't have a single note on Jeff Green's defense. Is this just like he's zero like, oh, steals, man. zero blocks, defensive just, player of the game? He's like, we got to hand this goddamn thing out one of these games. We can't not do it twice. I'll tell you that. You he know was, the greatest part about uh, all of this great information you're giving us, Dev, is that the chat is talking exclusively about your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I'm trying to decide which of which turtle is each of us. Please tell me I'm Leonardo. Does uh, you, you've been your splinter. I'm splinter. Who am I? It works. I'll take let's that Let's see. One as when well. you're Donatello. I, I'll take it. There's no bad ones, though. Uh, that's you know, true. That's true. They're all, they're all bros. <laughs> so anyway, great info. Great info. Can we go back? What else you got for us? So he went on to speak about Zeke Naji. Um, he said Zeke Naji has been uh, great lately, fantastic lately, um, shooting the ball with no hesitation, and he's been very efficient. He said that he's really proud of him and how he's played as of late. Um, we've been getting really good contributions from a lot of players, and that is why we were in a 7-3 run in our, in our um, last 10 games. Um, he said that Zeke was a big part of that. 
I like it, man. That definitely means yeah. he's getting benched, but I like it. He's probably Michael Green's probably gonna be back next game. J, so. J Mike definitely back. All right, what else? So then uh, we got to actually speak to Jeff Green, uh, the oh, defensive oh, player of the game. <laughs> was he <laughs> wearing the chain? It was a podium game. He said no, he was not gonna bring the chain. Um, he did say that he gave a big speech. He's been battling for that all year. He finally <laughs> got it in his possessions. That's he's awesome. Actually, happy that he finally got it. Um, he said he's good to be back in the floor because he did not play in the last game, and it was a big team win. Um, um, he's looked like he's. Uh, he said that uh, this was a journey of redemption, getting the defensive player of the game because he felt like he deserved it a few other times. Mm. And Malone acted like he was going to give it to him, but he just didn't. <laughs> Um, I never know if Jeff Green is like being serious when he talks or if he's just 100% sarcastic in everything he says. Jeff Green's um, pretty funny. On, on a serious note, though, he said it's just not it's not just me. I think together, collectively, we played good on that end of the floor. Um, he said that that's the resiliency that they've been showing. And you have to give credit to the second unit, um, the bench, um, for their defense late in the game. Um, huh. All right, I like it. It is funny. Here's one theory I have. Austin Rivers called a meeting with Michael Malone, like wanted to sit down and talk to him. He starts the next game. Jeff Green says he's been lobbying for defensive player of the year. game. He gets the chain. Malone might be uh, just a little bit uh, encouragable. Yeah, he oh, might be oh. a bit encouraged. <laughs> exactly. He might be. A... He's, he's pretty soft. He's pretty <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. Clip that. Yeah. He, he's a drug guy. What did Yoke ask for? Nothing. You've never bought me a horse. And he's like, <laughs> I'll just buy some horse. He's like, how come you only put me with bad players? And they're like, <laughs> we just put him with good players. Damn it. That's the solve. All right, what else? They continue to ask Jeff Green about like him playing with the other greats. Uh, <laughs> Such cheap calories. Like, about Jokic, he said uh, he gets better every game. His IQ, his passing abilities, offensive skill set, one of the best that I've ever played with. Um, he gets Not people open enough. and he finds them open. His patience and pace is tremendous and it's, it's fun playing alongside him. Peel down the curtain a little bit here. Do you remember when the Nuggets played the Spurs in the playoffs and every game everybody asked – uh, uh, Popovich. Greg Popovich about Jokic, just like, like he's so great. Just how great is he? Trying to get a quote. Finally, he's like, I'm not going to write your article. This is a thing with reporters. They do go to the well as often as they can because it's like we want, like they'll try to lead you to the quote they want, right. for their story. Well, like, that, but just he's he's teasing us. He's awfully close to the he's the best I've played. He's with. not going to say. He's it. not going to say Jeff it. Knows, but man. I'm going to keep trying. Jeff's got to keep all his relationships throughout the league positive that's right. got to go to a different team <laughs> next know. year it is hilarious though imagine you like have a great game they're like jeff jeff great game great game uh what's up with Jokic? <laughs> <laughs> i know man it's funny like guys come up to the podium and like all the questions are a lot of time just about Jokic. <laughs> and i mean like mercifully Jokic is unhateable so i, I imagine you're like not even mad about it you're yeah. Like, yeah i love him too yeah. but at a certain point you're like Bro, come on. <laughs> Can you imagine, Harrison, if everyone's like, they meet you at the bar and they're like, hey, man, what's it like working with Eric? <laughs> what are you talking awesome? about, Adam? That's been my four years in media with you. Hey, <laughs> hey, vote. Really great to meet you. Is Adam here? <laughs> like, hang on. Let me check. Hey, can I get a picture yeah. from you? Yeah. yeah. Will you take this one of us? No, Dude, it, like when DeMarcus Cousins talked after last game, every every question was like, so you and Michael Malone. Yeah, oh yeah, they yeah, want to go to that world. That's what I'm saying. Relationship. That's what I'm saying. Guys just I want mean, I asked one of those questions too, so I can't <laughs> make fun just, of that. Quickly, this happened this happened to me during our, our opening. Uh there was a guy over there hanging out with Arcade and he was like, Eric, come over here. Can you take a picture of us? <laughs> 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 
Uh, since Harrison just brought up Bookie Cousins, um, he actually did. Jeff Green led, I mean, ended with that. He said, it's been great having him and seeing his growth as a player and as a person. It's amazing. He said, Boogie can do a lot for them, his skill set, and he's just an added weapon. He said, guys will continue to get ready to, to be healthy, but he's glad that Boogie Cousins is a part of the organization right now. That's cool, man. That's good to hear. That's the first player we kind of heard say that, and I was hoping somebody would, would kind of come out with that. So that's cool to hear, man. That's really good. Who else talked? Yeah, and then we went to Jokic, and, and really, let me say this, uh, because it's something I've really been thinking about a lot. As as good as he is on the floor, he's really, really bad at getting to the podium. It takes <laughs> yeah, you don't have to tell me that, Dude, it's man. so bad. Best, and I just don't understand. When I see him, it's not even drip. Like, he's not actually taking it. It's not even drip. Well, the road I games, mean, there's not really an explanation. At home, he's got a... Go work out, first, yeah. go shower, stretch, get in the cold tub. Play like, around what are they the doing on the game? road? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. So Jokic actually started with being asked about Jeff Green. He said what? about uh, the defensive player of the game. Uh, uh, yes. He said he really wanted that so bad, so I'm happy for him. He seems to really be into that guy. He said he doesn't understand how he got it also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the, the top best. human, man. The top. He's the best. Yeah. Then on a serious note, he said uh, Jeff Green defensively is really good. His ability and athleticism, he can guard one through five at times um, with that athleticism. He knows how – he knows the games. He's been in the league for a very long time, so he knows the other guys on the other team. He's been really good for the team. And that was, like, something I, like, really thought about. Like, just having that veteran presence. And he's also playing. Usually the vets are, like, giving you right. what to think about other players from the bench. He's on the floor, and he's uh, saying that they're good communicators, and he just talks. So that was, like, a, a good tidbit to just add for him. That's awesome, man. That's a really good note. Um, as far as the turnovers, um, he said that uh, he said it's um, unacceptable, but he said, to be honest, turnovers is just part of the team now. It's just I kind of how it. they play. Um, which I thought was really interesting. He said, we have to do better as a group um, because it's a recipe for disaster. Um, so he has to get on it. Um, they asked him about uh, the being one assist shy of the 2029 20, um, for him to have the, the, the triple-double. He said, Nick told me today that they are still in my assist, and everyone laughed. <laughs> they are, that, man. They were um, still in They robbed him a one tonight. Yeah, he said, I don't care. It just really was a good game for me. Um, most, most importantly, we won the game. So that's really um, what, what he mattered most. Like, that's what he cared about most. It's awesome, man. Yep. It's awesome. They went to go talk about the defense. He said, to be honest, he didn't feel like the defense was, like, really, really bad. He said that uh, they started out the game bad. The first quarter was bad. Um, and, and they need to set the tone early um, as they will get the rest of the game going, but he doesn't feel like it was a bad game for them. He said it's most important to play good defense in the fourth quarter, and he felt like they did that even though they weren't able to score. Hmm. All right, there you go. Pragmatic um, yoke. Yeah, he, he just he just brings it. He really just seems like he just doesn't care. Mm -hmm. um, on winning the Western Conference Player uh, of the Week, he said it's a great honor, um, but also it's just a week. He said that he feels like anybody <laughs> could have three or four good games in a row. So it's just Facts. a week for them. Normal, normal week. Find a new slant. I love it, man. I love it. He might win it. He's off to, hey, off to a great start for back to back player of the yeah. week. Off or, to a or great start. Or also just start. like MVP. Or maybe MVP. Maybe we'll season. see. Okay, that up. Get the player of the month. Um, player he spoke of the month. about uh, playing alongside Aaron Gordon. He said he's really good. He really cares and he wants to win. Oh. He wants to be better. We haven't I gotten like this yet. He said he liked and admired that, that he really cares about something. 
said that he respects it. Um, and he said that he's a really, really good fit for the Nuggets, not just for now, but even when everyone bring, uh, comes back. So he's excited to play along. I needed this, Dev. I needed this, man. I'm telling you, like, he's Jokic has given like him compliments for this, but I needed that one. Mm. I needed that one, the appreciation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they told him about Monte Morris having eight rebounds. He said, ooh, big Monte. <laughs> he said... He said he just goes back and thinks about playing back home in Serbia. He said the like how they, he was taught to play was the big man boxes out and the small guys go and grabs the rebounds. Yeah. Mm, he said, said that, that before. used to be the rules, but that's not the rules anymore. So now he's happened to get the rebounds. Um, but it's really good to play alongside a guard that just doesn't leak out the entire time. Um, he he brought up that big rebound in the fourth quarter that uh, yep. Monte Morris over yep. Trey Lyles. Yep. Um, he said that it, it might not had uh, he might not have shot the ball well. But that type of rebound, that was a really good one, and it brought him back. So it's just uh, something that he's high on. It's incredible, man. Big Monte. By the way, Dev, can I give you a note? A-plus postgame, man. Incredible a, a, transcribing from Dude, Dev. you used to say, I don't know if I could transcribe like that. Bro. I said that today. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you crushed yeah, it. You, know, you find out a lot more about yourself through adversity. That's right. Uh, what happened to worst, Dev tonight. I have two more uh, like, you know, oh. pretty good ones. Um he said that uh, they were talking about like the identity and the, like just uh, going through a, like adaptation of the year. He said that it's kind of hard for the team to adapt just because uh, like Austin Rivers goes on the bench. He brought someone else uh, up that goes to the bench. I can't think about it, but he said he's just not playing with the same time. I mean, the same guys every single time. So there's no routine, but he thinks that it's going to be good in the long haul just because you're going to be able to adapt for everyone and know how to play alongside everyone. He said that he wants to practice more because he feels like practice gets them to run more plays and to learn the plays, but also their timing, which is really good for him. Um, and then just ended out, he said that uh, he feels like the Nuggets are, he had to think for the word, he said, grinders, we're, we're warriors. Mm. I love it. Nice. I love it, man. This was a good post game. I'm, uh, I'm elevating this game up to a decent Oh, okay. <laughs> because of, wait, because of us? Because uh, because of Dev mostly. <laughs> I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Dev the uh, Pegog chain, the post game of the game. Wow, I post agree. Game player of the game. He's been wanting it. He's been talking about it. <laughs> Dev, you were fantastic. We miss you so much. We'll see you. I know on Friday. Uh, maybe we'll see you tomorrow. I don't know. We'll find out uh, if we can do this again. Thanks so much, man. Have a good one. Well, you don't. Alrighty, man, that was fantastic. I really picked up. Uh, There's some great quotes, man. Those were. Fantastic. I'm trying to yeah, hang out with Dev. Fire. We need more Dev time, man. Dev has a sick ass room, man. Yeah, I want to play Teenage let's, Mutant Ninja Turtles. Let's race around the association real quick because there's a couple important notes. The, the Spurs beat the Rockets 134 104. That game doesn't matter too much. The Lakers beat the Nets. Anthony Davis came back tonight and they got a win. So the Nets, mm. the next opponent, James Harden did go for a pretty uh, monster triple double, 33 up. points and something. Um, Anthony Davis, like I said, Set his back, so we got to keep an eye on the Lakers. Are they going to go on a run now that they got their squad back together? We'll have to keep an once eye they on that. trade Westbrook for John Wall. Is that when the run <laughs> that's, starts? That's, that's the key play right there. Uh, the Celtics get a win, one twenty-eight to seventy-five. This is the weirdest game ever, man. The Celtics were up like fifty at halftime. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. 76ers win. Joel Embiid, 42 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists. The Jokic and Embiid just going monster stat line for monster stat. It's kind of fun. It's like who's going to have the first bad game? Can we just get a game where those guys play each other? Is that too much to ask? Yes. And it's all Joel Embiid's fault. 
It is. <laughs> it is all Joel Embiid's fault. The Clippers beat the Wizards tonight, so they moved to 24 and 25. They're still decently behind, but here's the thing, guys. They came back on the Nuggets 24 or 25 points down. Yeah. Tonight, 35 points down. What? They rallied back to win. The Clippers are the comeback kings. They did this to the Philadelphia 76ers. They did this to the Nuggets. Now they did yep. it even more to the, to the Wizards. How crazy is that? They go for 40 points in each of the final two quarters uh, to pull out the to eke out the win. So that was the note I wanted to Ty get to. Ty Lue is like, how do you gain credibility in a disaster season to the extent know, that he has? It's so man. true. Uh, Raptors get the win 125-113 over the Hornets. The Blazers are currently up on the Timberwolves, which would be a big one for the Nuggets if the Timberwolves – every loss the Timberwolves get – moves Denver closer and closer to securing a top six seed. So Lakers and, and Timberwolves, to me, are the two teams you're looking at right now yeah. for can they challenge for a non-play-in spot. So, you know, maybe we get lucky. And then, of course, the Warriors and Mavericks are playing right now. Warriors up. That's kind of a win-win for Denver. One of those teams is going to lose, and it's going to be great. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, probably rather the Mavericks lose. I would, I would, too. Denver closer to catching the Mavs. But that does it for our show, guys. Thanks so much for riding with us. An early one, which is always fun, guys. It's only 9 o'clock. It's 9 o'clock, but it's dark. It's snowed. It feels late, doesn't it? I just can't help it, man. I just try to pick up. I, every, I'd say something. He's, he's gone. He is the, the ant. You're slouching Expired. again, Ted. Expired. Expired. <laughs> it's a lot of house. Hope you can keep it clean. I can't express how much I hate you. <laughs> I know you can. Perfect. Thanks, everybody. Hit that like button on the way out. We'll see you guys. We're going to do this tomorrow. We liked it so much. We'll do it again tomorrow. See you then. Tonight. Let's go.